Hey, what's up? This is the Bariatric Badass Podcast. I am your host, Derek. Uh, For those of you listening for the first time, or you don't know, I had weight loss surgery in 2014. Um, R&Y, R&Y, gastric bypass. I started my journey at 405 pounds. Um, It's been been quite uh, quite the journey. I'm not gonna talk about it. Right, there's a, I did an episode on it already. On my weight loss surgery journey. Sorry, the weight loss surgery journey. And I think it's episode 10. Um, it's titled My Weight Loss Surgery Journey. This is parked in the middle of the road. I'm driving, phone's on the passenger seat. I got my eyes on the road. That's what you know, that's what I love about podcasts. I like doing videos. It's nice to do videos and be able to interact with viewers and members and you know fans, whatever you want to call them, and haters. <laughs> um, but I love doing podcasts because it's just like whenever and you know and if you're if you have a brand or a group, I have quite a few of my followers are group admins for small groups or semi-large groups. If you are an admin or even a moderator, start a podcast with your team. If I would have known this when I had when the bariatric cartel was around, so <laughs> when we had bariatric badasses, for those of you who uh, haven't followed us for a bit, we got a second group called Bariatric Badasses. That's where it started out. We then started a new food themed project called Bariatric Food Porn Recipe. That is the group that grew quite big. Um, but when we had the bariatric badasses, I had, and this is back when we had serious haters, because I was just, I was a dick back then. I admit it. I know, you know, I got no shame. I regret, but I still, um, I had like six moderators, and we called ourselves the bariatric cartel. It's pretty badass. Um, cartel was a K. But, um, yeah, you know, if you're part of a group, start a podcast, talk about weight loss surgery. Talk about your journeys. Talk about what you bring to the group as a moderator. Because I can promise you, people want to know. There's nothing more greater in the bariatric community than mem- than members of it uh, sharing info. Sharing info. Positive info. We can also show uh, share negative info, but that's only on the, at the expense of yourself, of course, you know. I did this, made this mistake. This is what I learned. This is what I want to change. Um, yeah, so it's it's great. It's, it's awesome to do a podcast. Start your own personal brand. Here we go. I'm going to talk about, and I was thinking about this today when I was at work. Um, <clears throat> what is my secret to being relentlessly optimistic and? driven, ambition, call whatever you want. What is my secret? Because honestly, I've re I've reevaluated my mindset because I survived something very traumatic. Um, for those of you who don't know about that, I'll go to the episode on that. I had a minor heart attack. Um, it taught me a valuable lesson. It gave me actual value to being alive. Um, it changed my life literally changed my life in a matter of seconds my life was dramatically changed because you know what before february 17th i 
was miserable. I was absolutely miserable, depressed, anxiety. Um, I juggled with, it's like suicide ideology. It was scary, but that was my life. I was, I was so stressed, I would sit at night with Sharice, scared to death that I wasn't gonna sleep that night and then I would have to, I would have to drive to my work, which is 20 minutes away on no sleep. I can do that one day, that's it. I can lose sleep for one day and make it at work. It'd be hard, but I wouldn't completely lose my, um, my like my hyperactivity, not hyperactivity, but hyper uh, response to you know a dangerous situation because I drive a forklift, a 6,000 pound killing machine. You know, I work around a lot of people, tight corners, you name it, very small spaces. And, you know, being sleep deprived is dangerous. And I, that, that was just a constant stress. I was taking a ridiculous amount of uh, blood pressure medications, um, anxiety medications, which I like to call chill pills. <laughs> um, and then that happened, that incident happened, and it changed everything. And it didn't change my, oh, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start exercising more. It changed me. It was horrifying that I was going through that. I never thought it'd be me. But nonetheless, I experienced it. And I learned a lot about myself in a matter of seconds. And now I'm at where I'm at today. I'm better than I've been for an entire year, maybe more. Um, I'm very very ambitious in the first place, driven, and very, like, overly, overly, po or, or not positive, yeah, well, yeah, positive, but overly optimistic about the future. I honestly like to think that that's why bariatrica has grown as it is, is because of Charisse and my mindset and how we approach our, our brand, and, you know, we, we have a business, we're in this community to help people not take from them. So there's one thing that I hate more than anything is when you're a creator, and I learned this by being a creator for since 2011, but being an admin of a, a, a support group, I learned this, that you have two choices when you get to the point where we're at. So when you, if you're, if you're trying to grow your brand, whatever, if you have a popular brand, um, and you're able to sell from your name instead of a service you can provide, then that's awesome. But you got to remember, you must give, 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 give. Never assume anything in return. Never ask for anything in return. And I can tell you what, you'll go far. You will go far. The more you worry about trying to make money. Now, listen, if you sell merchandise, if you have a valuable service like Charisse, is a bariatric nutritionist. She's a certified bariatric nutritionist. And she's going to school, she's going to college for uh, exercise science and ketology, which is huge for us. Because she's not getting it to get into you know, a gym, a local gym or a physical therapy clinic. She's doing it for, for a business. So you're gonna be seeing, starting in the summer, you're gonna be seeing a lot of exercises, a lot of exercise related content. I'm excited for it because Learning about kinesiology and majoring in kinesiology 
You're basically studying movement. What's the best way to warm up your body? What's the, well, I already know what to do that, but what's the best way to do it and, you know, make it be effective for somebody who is not, um, I will, well, for somebody who's not uh, acclimated to movement like I am. I move tons. I'm at the gym right now. I'm getting ready to go in the gym right now. Um, but honestly, you know, I'm going to end this podcast, but I'm going to explain to you why. What my secret is to this, to pure, raw, unfiltered optimism. You know, life ain't super great, right? We're struggling financially, but who isn't? Um, you know, I got teeth falling out. I'm old. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, maybe it's not bad, but you know what? The effects of aging is kicking my ass because of what happens when you get older, you know? Um, I, I would like to believe the secret to it is, first of all, the ambition. That's, that's in the heart. That's in my heart. And that's that. That's so you don't you don't just learn ambition. You either have ambition or you don't. And you don't have to be an entrepreneur to say you have ambition for something. If you're ambitious to be a good parent, if you're ambitious to be, um, you know, a good worker at your job, then that's that's something you'll find inside yourself. But the optimism part and the happiness part is. I believe that the reason that's there is because I invite it. I spread it. I can promise you right now, if you were to ask me my attitude towards people that I work with two months ago, or even even a month ago, if you would have asked me, it would have been negative. Because I just did, they're young, they're ignorant, and they are, they're just the kids. They're young 20s. Mid, early 30, or early, tw- late 20, late to early 20s. You know, they talk a lot of shit. You know, I could talk a lot of shit back, but it's just, I, I keep to myself. I remember one guy saying, hey, you got uh, RBD down to a, or no, wait, RBF, not RBD. Ha! RBF, resting bitch face down to an arc, because I would just keep my head down, you know, and finish my, finish my work. And so, Ever since the 17th, that changed. That changed. You know, I, being around these guys that are like, being ignorant and causing all these insults, you know, I absorb it and I'm cool back to them. I'm, you know, I don't respond with shit being talked back, but I'm friendly with them. And you know what? The annoyance of work has stopped. It stopped. So I like working around these guys. I like listening to them, their stories, which are like crazy, probably way bullshit a lot of the time. <laughs> but by doing that and having that mindset, having that attitude and that feeling in your heart, I'm surrounded by it. I am surrounded by it. You know, I keep negative negativity out of my life at all costs. At all costs. Somebody becomes negative in my life, I heavy filter it or I, I get it out of way, get it out of my head, get it out of my brain, get it out of my life. You know, family problems, that's different. You know, working with Cerise, Cerise is, a, is an absolute 
goddess to me. I don't know how, I don't know how else to, to put it, but she is easy to work with. She's creative. And she deals with my bullshit. And Barry, being bariatric and being dramatic. <laughs> being bariatric, being dramatic, and being sensitive. Yeah. So she's got her hands full. But like I said, if there's anything that you can learn from this episode, it is by not allowing negativity into your personal, emotional, mental circle that you protect at all costs. When you have something you want, when you're positive out of nowhere for no reason, you know, even though if you are pessimistic and all of a sudden you become positive, you protect that little space with your, you know, your force field, whatever you use. And it will grow bigger and become more resistant to any type of negativity or pessimism or ignorance coming at you. If you can withstand it and which that and what I mean by that is being optimistic and hopeful no matter what. It doesn't matter what comes at you at all. Right now, I'm living with a heart condition. I know I could drop at any second. I have a blood clotting disorder. I could have a blood clot and have a stroke at any second. But I'm hopeful that that won't happen and I'm optimistic about the pathway. You know, I, I, again, it's difficult. It's not easy how this is created and it's not easy to deflect what I deflect. I am not going to lie. Sometimes it gets to me. When something gets to me, I resolve it. I mentally resolve it by either saying, eh, whatever. That's their problem. They're upset someone in their life. They're insulting me or they're insulting a person I, that I care about. And it makes me agitated a little bit. But then I filter it out because I, well, you know, it's their issue right now. I'm positive and ready. You know, to take on the world. And then, it grows bigger. I mean, so trying to, uh, you know, very strangely explain this is kind of difficult for me. And I, I took me a minute to try to decide if I was going to talk about it because it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> but you know what? I have a ball of like a force field around me that protects me from negativity. The evil spirits of dread. And when I say dread, <laughs> I mean dreadful. Because I had a character named Dread once. Yeah. See me in a bandana in a video if that's Dread. Anyway, so, yeah. If you know, if you dig this podcast, if you dig the podcast we are putting out, we got a lot of great stuff coming. Make sure you subscribe, like, and comment, definitely. Tell your bariatric friends. Um, and no matter what happens, the world will turn and go on without you. Your family will move, go on without you. You can move on from whatever is trying to destroy you. Whether that's mental problems, whether that's depression problems, financial problems. How you take stress, and I mean this on the record, how you deal with stressful things that you can control is probably your top priority. Period. 
when you have things that you cannot control. Okay, like you have a, you have a, you know, an asswipe of an ex, or the coronavirus, or the weather. That's shit you can't can that that you can't control. You should not worry about it. Easier said than done. But you know what the best way to do it? You start, and you don't give up until you're able to change it. That's the only way I got to where I'm at today. That's the only way I lost my regain is because I didn't stop. I didn't take a break. I didn't get, I didn't become pessimistic or I'm hopeful that I wasn't ever going to do it. Even though I have these demons in my head that I deal with, that I've dealt with for the last 20 years. They're always going to be there. But I'm stronger than my demons. And I've proved that to myself timeless times. Stop caring about what you can't control. Overcome your demons and put those bitches in place. And thrive. That is the secret. But you've got to walk that trail. You've got to remember that. You've got to walk that dark path of unknowing it's crazy orgasm like you know love you guys very much please please subscribe um comment below what's on your mind would love to hear you from me whether it's negative or positive i don't care um but you guys take care i'm gonna go to cardio oh peace